You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We're continuing in the Mishnah Bura, Hilchos Yontif. Yisrael Shomer Le'enu Yehudi Mibaydiyoyim, Tiknu Le'yoyinim Elohar. And this is based, as we can see from the Be'er Agela, this is based on a psak from the Rosh that the two are quoted, and now the Machaber puts in the Shulchan Aruch. Yisrael tells a non-Jew, it's Erev Yontif, I want you to go and buy me some birds. Now the market is on Yontif, happens to be on that day, and bring me those birds tomorrow. That is not a good thing to do. The Machaber Paskins using the Rosh and the Rosh. However, Let's say the guy does his job and he goes to the marketplace, buys the birds on behalf of the Jew. Um, the Jew can eat those birds on Yantif. They have to be birds that aren't flyers that needed to be trapped. They have to be birds that were definitely there before Yantif started. So if it happens, it's not good, but if it happens, all right, we're not going to answer the bird. It'll be okay. You'll be able to um, uh, uh, to eat those birds. However, um, but it should not happen. It should definitely not be something that becomes a habit. If you keep on doing it, see how long it takes to be rogo in something, then we aser, we don't allow the Jew to uh, have these birds that the non-Jew has bought for him. Let's take a look at the Lushan of the, of the Mishnabura, where the Mishnabura explains what's really wrong with telling a guy to do something before you look for you. So let's take a look. Whether he gave him money or he says, I'll pay you back, it's us. It really shouldn't be done. Even if the guy has a, has, has a relationship with the guy who sells the birds, it's still us. Because the guy, clearly, when he goes to the bird seller, probably discusses a certain amount of money. And there's definitely been some amounts of money been spoken about. And we saw before last week that there is a way to get things from a store uh, without mentioning the exact amount. But we know that that's probably not going to be the case here. There is going to be exact amounts mentioned, either monies that the guy has when he buys them, or monies that the guy who's giving him on credit will say, okay, I'll write you down for this much. Now, why? You didn't do anything. So here's the reason. If you can't do it, there's an Easter to tell a guy to do it. Even if it happened on Erev Yontip itself. Now, the evidence are right, but that's only if they weren't Muksa. Why? Because uh, if he had to catch them, then it, clearly that would be out of your das, and that would be muktza, and that would be based on the history that we saw before. Shemur explains, 
since these birds are so young that they can't fly, it's like they're trapped already. If, however, they are flyers, you have to be choshesh that maybe um, they were trapped on that day. Not by the guy, but by whoever he purchased them from. Now, the Mishnah Buru then says, well, he didn't trap them for a Jew, right? We know, it's as the Mishnah Buru says, it's still also Mishum Mokza. Now, v'hazmona kesharyeni Yisrael edem tzrichem. The shogoyen tzarachachona. This is different. Now the Mishbar asks another question. We know when it comes to birds that you happen to have in your backyard, for Yontif, you need to go and pick the ones out. You have to be Mazman them. For, if it's a Goy's birds, that doesn't need to happen. Once again, the Mishbar says this is only when it's within the Trum. If it's out of the Trum, then we have, this, we have of course, another Israel ball, but this is where the marketplace is here. Now, let's say the person does it constantly. You can't eat from them. And again, this is a knas, because, hey, you're doing this all the time. You're going to have to wait for the amount of time it would take for you to go and get those birds and bring it back. And then that would, again, be something that we've learned uh, last week about how long you have to wait in order to get a benefit. At a Sif Gimel. Sif David. Oh, we skipped something. I'm sorry. Um, there is a uh, there is a whole halacha here uh, that does not have any mishabur on it at all. Lomer v'chaveru maleli klize yayin nina biyontiv kamei b'shabbos. You're allowed to tell uh, your friend that he can fill this kli with wine. Uh, what it needs to be careful about is in terms of mentioning distinct measurings. That's really the question. If does he have to? Uh, does can he mention how much it is? If it's a gallon container or a half gallon, so you're allowed to say take this, but you need to be careful in terms of uh, discussing exact measurements. That's a, a problem. Discussing exact measurements. I want a half gallon or a quarter. That would be usher. Okay, and that's the same thing on Yontem on Shabbos. And as since this is what we're talking about, we're talking about measuring things out before you, measuring on Yontem itself. Uh, the same thing would be true if you are trying to feed your animals and you want to measure out as an exact amount. You're not on Yontem supposed to make take exact measurements for barley that you're going to give to your horse or to your ox. Ella What you need to do is basically uh, make an estimate. We don't want you making exact measurements, and that's going to be what the measurement is going to tell us. We'll take a look here on Sivkot and Yud Now, why can't you take measurements? What is there is that? When you take measurements, that's the type of thing that a uh, 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 a, a peddler does, a person who's involved in buying and purchasing. So that's the reason why it's also there's no Easter in taking exact measurements. Um, but in Domilemeka Humemka. And that's what, what he uh, tells us to look at in Hilcha Shabbos. Hilcha Shabbat, this is where he feels it is relevant. Now, measuring your temperature might be another problem um, uh, if it's a a uh, an electric thermometer or something like that um, that shows that generates the numbers. 
Um, I'm not, it seems to me that uh, to measure a, uh, to, to, to stop, take your temperature with a regular oral thermometer, I don't know exactly, again, it, it, it might be Osir the Rabban, but it's Demo Mekah but here I don't think, and, you know, I would be Mako, especially if you're Choshish, that it's a COVID issue and you want to know whether you have to stay home or not. I would not uh, be worried about it. I uh, was, someone asked me on Yom Kippur whether they can take their temperature, and I told them they could. Okay, now we're getting to, um, I know Yom Tov is over, but it's sort of like Isru Chag, or the day after Isru Chag, or maybe two days after, depending on whether you come from Eretz Yisrael or not. But as you can see here, here's the halacha about Ilchas Yom Tif, about caring on Yom Tif. And as I mentioned, it's not it's not a clear heter. Let's take a look. Mitoich, the, the Machaber starts based on the Gemara and Beitz, and Mitoich, Shohutra, Itzolotzerach, Achila, Because basically, Hitzon needed to be mutter. How are you supposed to bring the knife? How are you supposed to bring the eggs? How are you supposed to bring stuff to people's houses? How are you supposed to get stuff if you're missing them and you have to go to the neighbor's house? Hitzon is so crucial for Eichel Nefesh. So once the Torah had to be mattered for Eichel Nefesh, other things snuck in under the door as well. But they had to have some connection to Yontem, as we're going to see from the Ramah. For example, he says, a cotton velulov. Carrying your lulav. Many people this year, you know, people carry their lulav to shul, of course, on the second day of Yontif, and a sefer Torah, and kalim. However, the Ramos says, even though it talks about kalim, the Ramos says, hatrichem like tzas, they have to have some necessity. It can't, it's got to be some connection to Yontif. Another heter. You have for caring. That's sort of like a heter because, and again, you have to think about why we give this heter. If it's is it Asr Daraisa, there's no purpose for it. So it must be, again, if you're allowed to uh, carry something away from where you think Ganovim are going to be able to um, ambush it and take it and prey on it. You're not allowed to be over in Yisra Daraisa to save money. So it must be the way, if this is true from the smock, that really, let me explain it better. The Torah had to be Matarayitzol completely. But Chazal wanted to rein it in and said, make it connected to Yantraf in some way, unless... You're, we're afraid you're going to, it's going to get stolen, you lose it. Their Chazal give you a complete header to hide it somewhere. If they give you, if you're allowed to hide it, even though it has no connection to Yontif at all, it must be that Hotzah becomes totally mutter. Now, I'm not sure everybody agrees to that. But that is what the, as you can see here from the Smak and Rebbein Yeruchim, it's not in the Machaber, but it is in the Ramah. We'll see if there's a Machlekes between the Ramah and the Machaber on that, on that case on that point or not. And I think it's a very important uh, issue. How much we allow caring on Yontif. The Machaber does say clearly, Avonim v'kiyotze Things which you cannot connect to Yontif, a stone. And we're not talking about using a stone to, to wipe yourself in the bathroom. That would be Osir on Yontif. You're not allowed to carry. Now, you could say the stone is muksa, 
but we're not talking about the din of muktzah here. We're talking about the din of caring. So it seems like that the stone is not muktzah, but it's still also because it doesn't seem to have a yontif purpose. This is something, of course, that um, was used by the rabbis of Detroit. Uh, Richard would appreciate this more, I think, than Moshe, but uh, the Detroit uh, Tigers uh, in 1940, as you can see here, in 1934, they let Hank Greenberg play on Rosh Hashanah. Um, What was the allowance he wanted to, even though he wasn't religious, he was worried because everybody, all the Jews looked up to him. You know, he was, he, he had, uh, other than Babe Ruth, he had, I think he was this, the number two, uh, the record in terms of the home runs in the season before Roger Maris came in. I think he had 59 home runs. Um, so um, he got upsock from the Rabbonim, and it was based on our Simon here in Shulchan Aruch that we're reading right now. It says, Mutter <laughs> Uliskok. This is from the Ramah. Mutter Wiskok Pekadur. Afil Bershus Harabim. You're allowed to play ball. In Rishus Harabim. Afil Gav She'eno Ela Tiyul Ba'alma. Even though, well, what do you gain from it? You're allowed to play ball on Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, this was the Psach that they told Greenberg he can, he can go and play. Uh, let's say it's not a Rishos HaRabim. Let's say this city has, it's not a Carmelis. They fixed it up. They closed the doors off. Uh, they, they set up Mechitzos. And now there's an Erev in town. So it's not even a Rishos HaRabim at all. So, Mutter without the Lahotzi called Shiesho Torah, Kui, Afalpisha, Eno, Tsarachayom, Klau. Again, this is all from the Ramah. That if, if this place has an Eruv, it's not, it's not even a Karmelis at all. It's all considered like Mavoos. It's considered like Chatseros. So, as long as the thing is in Muktza, you're allowed to carry everything. It's much more of a Heter. Right. So, this makes an Afkamina, by the way. Rav Moshe Feinstein speaks about this. In terms of carrying keys on a key ring, right? I need my key to my house. Do I need the key to my car? Do I need the key to, I don't know, the office? I keep it on a key ring. Yeah. What's the header? What possible purpose does your office key have for you? Right? None. So Rav Moshe says, if it's not a place with an Eruv, you need to take those keys off. You're allowed to take out your house key, but you have to, you, you, you have, right. oh, I, it's, I always like having a set of keys so I don't lose them. I don't know if that's a good enough heter. Ramosha didn't think so. However, based on this Ramah, if you have an Eruv in town, so that might make enough Gamina. And if you realize this, by the way, um, for example, let's say, Taking your, you know, let's say taking your talus bag with you. Well, why do I have to take my talus bag? Is there a tzerach yontif at all? What's the tzerach yontif I have to take my talus back with me? Right? Uh, on yontif. Right? Well, I have some tzerach with it. I don't know. If there's an Arab, it's not a problem. 
But if not, you might have a problem taking the Talos back with you on Yalta. Let's take a look a little bit of the Mishnah Bura here. Actually, Mishnah has a lot to say here. We'll start with the Mishnah Bura, and then we'll do a little bit of the Bera Lelcha, shall we? Um, really, this idea of mitoch, that everything becomes muter, isn't just a din of Havara, which of course you can't cook anything without fire, usually. Shechita, baking. Those are connections, those are Eichel Nefesh connections. Amrina, but we say about all of them, says the Mishnabura. Mitoich. The Aftichsev, Achashayoach Halachol Nefesh, Ulevado Yeoselochem. Which means it's got to be Eichel Nefesh. The ones that, if you would draw up a, a, on a, on a, in your mind, connected to Eichel Nefesh, all of those are 100% mutter, even though they're not connected to Achila here at all. The Terek had to be moderate. Now that is the sheet of the Machaber. The Ramah limits it that it has to have some Tzarech Tzas, and the Ramah would argue when it comes to Afia and Bishon and Havara as well. Now, according to the Machaber, um, let's say the Machaber and the Ramah agree. I'm not sure if they do. But the Ramah definitely says there's got to be some Tzairach in bringing the baby. So what's the tzairuch in bringing the baby and carrying the baby out into the Rishus HaRabim? So, um, one thing is, if I don't carry him, he's going to cry. <laughs> in other words, yeah, uh, look, I got my kid with me. If I don't carry him, he's going to cry. If he's crying, uh, I can't leave him. And it's going to make me uh, upset. So, if it stops his crying, that's already a tzarech yotef, ktsas. Um, how about if you could leave him with your mom, leave him with your wife who's staying home, or your mother? You're still allowed to. Im And who doesn't, right? Well, grandchildren, I would say who doesn't. Maybe with children. There might be some who could say, I've had enough of my son. Can somebody else please take care of him? Grandson, you're never going to say that, right, Moshe? I can tell you that. So the point is, a grandson, you definitely wouldn't be that way. But if a father just loves having his son with him, and his father loves taking him with him, it's also mutter, because that's also a simchas yontif. Um, the Ramos says, can I have some connection to yontif? So the Mishabura says, well, that's especially when it comes to vessels or utensils. So how about a utensil, like we saw about Tefillin the other day? You're not going to use it on Yontif, but, you know, it looks good on you. Right? Type of thing that looks a little bit, uh, it looks pretty cool. They're not really going to use it, but, yeah. According to the Ramoth, there's no connection to Yontif at all. What you're carrying, Avilei, Kavonim. 
And here we see about what I talked about in Kims. You can take the Mafteach, Shasogar Boachol, and Avakim Shatzaraflo Sayo. This is where, <laughs> this is not the key to the house, this is the key to the food. This is the key to the bread box. And if you need the key to make sure that you're afraid to leave it there because somebody may come and take it. As I said, the Ramah is Matir, because he holds the whole thing as the Rabbana. We're going to see it's the Machlekes. But let's say you're afraid that the item's going to be stolen. You can just carry it no matter what. Says the Nefesh. Therefore, you can take the key, that's the key to your storage box with your money in it. Why? Because you're worried about it. Now, what's interesting is, is that the Mishnah Bura says is that it still works with the same heter. It's somehow connected to Yontif because you'd be upset if you would lose this money. Really, you should be above it. You shouldn't, it shouldn't bother you. But we know humans are humans. They care about money. So therefore, since by having the key with them, by having this thing high hidden, they know the prying eyes and hands aren't going to get to it, and they're not upset, that's called Tzarech Einig Yontif. But Vidadish, Kama Poskim Shecholken, I'll say, who's Chaylik on the Ramah? Take a look. The Rosh, the Tour, the Maril, the Marshal, so we have a lot of Rishonim who really disagree with this Hayroh that the Ramah is bringing from, obviously based on other Rishonim. What's Machlekes Rishonim? Lo hutroitzo l'tzorach el chonefesh, mamash etzorach mitzvah, shardom ha-shaychem lo But hefsed moment, it wouldn't be a heter. And again, I think this Machlekes is totally in how you understand the idea of mitoch. V'nochen l'achmer l'nochemoysa. It's good to be machmir. If you can find someone else in the house that you don't have to carry it, of course, that's the best thing. Now, what about we're not talking about Rosh Hashanah, for Sukkot, for Sukkot. What are you worried about? You're worried someone's going to steal your machzer. <laughs> I don't know what type of guy this is. You know, I guess he likes he likes to learn. He likes what's he, it's beautiful. I don't know. It's pretty strange. A person would want to steal somebody's machzer, but it could happen. I finished the avening already. Shmini Atzeris is over. Mutter lavin lebeisa ledivriako. Why? Here, we have to let you carry it back. Because if not, in lokein will yavin betchila beisak nesses. Ach, hamachzerim shemunocham mikvare beisak nesses. If the machzerim are already there, they belong to the shul, or you brought them before Yontif. So, if you don't really need them at home to look something up, you should not carry them back home to your house. Because it doesn't have the heter. 
In other words, normally we'd be afraid. Normally we'd go like the Rush who holds that just because something's going to get stolen, you don't have a heter because mitoch is not a hundred percent of a allowance to carry. There's got to be some connection with Sayyrech Yontif. But if you're afraid of the object, it's going to get stolen. There's no heter. It might even be Osir Daraisa if it's a Rishul Sarab. And if there's an Erev, this wouldn't be an issue. But without an Erev, it, it might be Osir. However, what about if there's no Moxer and Shul? So there, uh, there we say, well, you wouldn't have brought it unless you could take it home. But if you've already brought it before, so we know you're going to have it there already. So in such a situation, you don't have a head there because you have to be machmer like the Rosh. That's why he says it's nochem lahachmer not to take the machmer home. Isn't that pretty easy? It gives you a little bit of wiggle room. And he says over here, afilim tzarklem yom sheni shoyontiv. Even if you need him for tomorrow, let's say it's a two-day yontiv, but there's no purpose for it on today. So it's interesting again that we are choshish for the shita, and again, when we have an Arab, things are different. Let's talk about playing ball, since we I showed you the picture of Hank Greenberg. Ratzelomar, how can you play ball in Rosh Hashanah in Manshavas? Look what's happening. You play ball, it goes more than four amos. You're not just tossing it like I toss to Elisheva, like a little toss. It goes four amos. It's still mutter. Because, yeah, it's gishmak. I like it. Yeah, it's great to play ball. I can catch it. He can't believe the Shulchan Aruch put it in there. Well, that his cousin, the Ramah, put it in there. It's not the Shulchan Aruch, it's actually, um, it's actually the Ramah, Mutter Wizchak Bikadur. And, um, let's see where it came from, this Psaka. What is that? Is that a Gimel? So, right. So, um, I'm not sure where the psaq comes from, but this was the psaq that the Ramal came up with, and his cousin, the Marshal, was very against it, as you can see. The adults that go out and, and you know, the, 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 the throwing the frisbee around, the throwing the ball around, that's a real Rosh Hashanah. It's not like a T.U. You go for a walk, you get fresh air, you're, you're an aristocrat. It was Sichas Yiladim, the Kawas Rosh. Anyway, the Machaber Asr is playing ball. As you can see in Shimon Shem Ches, when it comes to Shabbos, Linyan Sharmine Schok, it's like Shabbos, like he writes in Simen Shen Lamed Ches. As we said, with an Erev, 
military wouldn't be a problem at all. And that's what we saw here. And up, in, up here, if you bring an Erev, uh, then you can carry everything as long as it's not Muk, so let's just do this Mishnapura, and then we'll go on to the uh, other sections of what we're going to be doing today. You've got to do more than that. First of all, you've got to put up a tikkun for the Mavli. you got to put up a Tzuras HaPesach. You have to put Mechitzas. Then you have to have an Eruv HaChatzeris allow people to carry. Okay. But he says, if you look in Simen Tavs to Zion, which we didn't do, Machaber writes, because what we just read is from the Ramah. Once you have an Eruv, everything is okay. And the words Hiniach Eruv clearly mean not that you build an Eruv or you stretch a string. It means you do Eruv Echatzeros. But on this the Mishnah says, the Besiosif himself holds, you don't need Eruv Chatzeros on Yontif. Meaning, you don't need to collect bread from everybody. And on Yontif, you're allowed to carry from a bias to a Chatz or anything. And you can see here that the Ramok holds that you need Eruv Chatzeros on Yontif as well. The Marshal writes, Nogan Shlulas is Eruv Chatzeros of Yontif, Gedas HaMachaber. Marshal goes against his cousin again and says that we do not do Eruvah Chatzeros for Yontif. Now, even though that's true, we know, and we've learned about this before, that the Minig and Ashkenaz was to make Eruvah Chatzeros once a year. And the way, and, the, and, the, and it came out it was Erev Pesach is when they did it. So, even though it's Erev Pesach, which is before a Yontif, he says, you might as well have in mind Yontif too, according to the Machmirim that, that his cousin held of the Rabbah. If you already finished the knife, then you can't carry them with you in Rishos Arabim. Some say, hey, I might need the knife. Who knows? Maybe I'll find a fruit there and I want to cut it. But if you know you're not going to use the knife, once again, if it's not a place that has a Eruv, you should not be carrying your knives back home with you. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 